Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. to another episode of the real down uh i'm brad hicks and i'm john graves uh today we got uh josh stewart he won the uh kentucky lake kbf trail series last weekend and uh uh he killed it man caught a 23 inch bass uh how you doing josh doing pretty good how are you guys doing doing awesome so let's get into this uh what kind of oh ca- uh, yeah what kind of kayak are you in I'm gonna, I fish out of the Jackson Big Rig FD, the pedal drive. Awesome. How, how do you like it? No, oh, it's like it's a different, totally different pace of things, you know. Um, not having a paddle in my hand the whole time and uh, being able to be hands free has just kept me, kept my lure in the water a lot longer. Yeah, that's awesome. Those big rigs are real nice. I fish with a few guys that own those. So. Yeah, I can, I can stand up in the seat and, you know, sight fish and catch out of it. Do you have a motor on that? Um, not at the moment, I don't. I, I had one, but the, the battery, um, the lithium battery, just I guess it went below the threshold of charge, and it just, <laughs> it's dead now. Yeah, I've had that happen before. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, are you a Jackson team member? Yes, I'm on the Jackson Pro staff. Awesome. How long have you been on the Pro staff for them? Uh, since... Um, after they they got me on the pro staff last year after the uh, national championship that's awesome 
And I've so, always only fishing cocks I've had are Jacksons. Okay. It's what did you start in? Well, I, my first cock I ever bought was uh, I believe it's called a Perception Islander. I think it's like a tandem sitting side. Oh, and really? Then, yeah. And then I had another like a whitewater one that was another tandem. It was a Liquid Logic Deuce Coupe. Well, those Before sound I, romantic, Josh. <laughs> I start salivating over them. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But then yeah. I, my first Jackson was I got off Craigslist for like seven fifty the Cuda, the OG Cuda. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna buy a new cock until I, you know, win one or win yeah. enough for you know one another one national championship. And I went, I got the Cuda HD. And now I'm in the big rig. Nice. So how long have you been kayak fishing? Um, that Perception I bought I think was in two thousand and eight. Oh. You've been doing it a while. And then, I mean, I'm actually f- from um, Waverly, Tennessee. It's on the it's on Kentucky Lake. Mm-hmm. So the place where I won, I, I won that one this year at Kentucky Lake and the one last year at Kentucky Lake, and I'm just fishing my home waters. So, I mean, I used to sit, I used to sit back there and daydream about um, having kayak tournaments and just telling myself, nice. I, can, I can win a kayak tournament out of this area, you know. And you've already won two. <laughs> That's awesome, man. And that's where I met Josh was down at Kentucky Lake, you know, down at the Hobie Bass Open Series down there. And, man, he crushed it. I mean, it was incredible. You had, like, a big comeback or something, didn't you? You were, like, on I, your second day. Well, I pre-fished for – at the Hobie, I pre-fished for the Hobie on Kentucky Lake. And I wasn't having I – was, I was focusing on, like, secondary points, and uh, I wasn't having much luck. And then my buddy's like, oh, we've, I'm Barkley. Well, I've got something figured out. They're in the bushes. And I – I ran over Barkley somewhere I've never fished before in my life, like way north, like very far north part of the lake, and fished for about an hour and a half before, you know, the, the cutoff, and I hooked into a big one and caught an 18, and my mind was made up, went back the next day, and I struggled to get five bites. I mean, I just mm-hmm. totally struggled. I was sitting in like 34th place, so I decided to go back and, you know, fish my home waters, and they were there and every, everyone I hooked into was good. Yeah, you were a big comeback, man. It was like where, where it was like a meteor across the sky. It's like here it comes, man. Incoming. Well, even I, I even I was surprised about it. I was just I was, everyone I hooked into when I got to that second spot was it was just, you know, twenty inches or close. Wow. That's crazy. Uh, John, you were at Berkeley or yeah, weren't yeah. you? Yeah, you know, I stepped up to Berkeley because it was, I, you know, the reason I got into the Hobie Bass Open Series, and this is for anybody that's listening, I think Josh could agree, that for 200 bucks, it's well spent, the entry form, because it just certainly feels like an elite type of tournament. And I wanted to step into that and be, and fish guys, guy, like guys, you know, Kurt Smith and 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 Josh and, and Cody Miller and Eric Siddiqui and Christine well, Fisher. I mean, my Lord have mercy. <laughs> You're stepping into a caliber of fishermen, Ron Champion. These people are all there and they're fishing and for 200 bucks, man. So I got destroyed. I actually, I disqualified myself on the first day for not submitting my fishing time. But, uh, but I kind of enjoyed that because it took the pressure off the, uh, the next day and I just watched what was going on. And that's where I saw Josh just like literally crash right into the stage and collect third place. So second, I got second. Second, that's second right. Place. Second place. That's He's the like, second time I've gotten second. That was amazing. Like second, get it right, John. Yeah, get it right. I got second 
not last yeah last year I got six and the year before I got second and that's, that's right. when they they were given um, top two get to go to Hobby Worlds from there. That's right, and Eric that's got second. Cool. No, uh, it was me and Jay Wallen. Was that 2016? Yeah, Jay Wallen got first. I got second. 2017 was. I think Siddiqui got third in that one. I can't. No, I can't even remember. Yeah. <laughs> you cool. and uh, you and Jay are you guys close friends? Um, I mean, we hang out during like we've been in the ten every year, and we went to Sweden together. I mean, but he lives in Kentucky, so. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't know. I I thought I heard something that you guys like hung out or something. I don't. I don't remember exactly, but you guys ever give each other crap or talk crap to each other during tournaments? I think everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if you, you guys were around the same, like, region, so I was just curious about that. So uh, your your past successes, how many total wins do you have? I just have – I won two last year. The KBF one's Arkansas Open on Grand, and last year's Kentucky Lake. Okay, awesome. Um, uh, you fished the uh, national championship last year. How'd that go for you? Well, this year, um, yeah, this year, sixth place. I got sixth in that one. Sixth. Okay, I couldn't remember. Oh, all all solid three days for you. I mean, I think my second day was the best. I believe. Yeah. I had a couple. I had a couple of heartbreaks. You know. Just yeah. miss, missing those those uh, those early bites that you know you got to have and yeah and for some reason fishing with a spinning rod and just breaking them off. <laughs> I saw those uh, videos Chad released uh, recently on his YouTube page and uh, you got some airtime on that. It's just like I'm gonna bring that guy on the podcast, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been doing the uh, I've done the last uh, two weeks of uh, Westwood. Was it the Westbrook Supply Company? When, yeah. Uh, Scott? Mm-hmm. Scott Boozer? Yep. That's a pretty good show. Yeah, I've been listening to it as well. He, he's pretty entertaining. So we're, we're, we're trying to work our way up towards that. But <laughs> we're kind of new at it. But where, where are you guys uh, podcasting from? Uh, me, me and John's from Ohio. But the uh, actual uh, – well, Brian refers to it as the OG show. And they, they air on uh, Tuesdays tomorrow. And he's in Illinois. Him and Jay Randall. Uh, you probably know Jay Randall. He's on Jackson Pro Staff as well. Yeah, I've seen the name. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, they're they're in Illinois, and we're here in Ohio. So like Northern Ohio or Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. So y'all know Sadiki pretty well then. Okay. I, I yeah, he's he's a big name here. I've never met him, but John actually went to the same high school as Sadiki. Down the street, rivals. Oh, which was makes it, it I better. Thought it was rivals. Okay. <laughs> We used thought, to bang it out on the Beachmont Auto Mod. <laughs> you know, they're they're on 125 in Beachmont. So, yeah. but uh, yeah, I just actually just recently, you know, when I met Eric Siddiqui, one of the first persons that I've ever met uh, was, gosh, one of my first big tournaments. And uh, he helped me get out early in the morning because he had lights and I didn't. And so he takes me way out. And uh, it was just up until, gosh, maybe a couple months ago that I found out that he went to Anderson High School. Yeah, he yeah, has, those, so, so. has those, those green lights that look like a UFO going across. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't actually be beside him with them because you can't see anything. Is that why? <laughs> That's right. Hey, well, Josh, I got a question for you, and this might sound kind of a redundant and silly question. 
but you, you really, if for somebody that's just getting to know you as a, as a character and, and, and kayak bass fishing and believe it or not, man, it's a sport where you really are seeing a lot of younger kids starting to follow, um, the, the, the characters in the sport and, and those people that are starting to win. I mean, you guys are really starting to become sport figures as crazy as that sounds in this, this sport, you know, kayak bass fishing. What was it? Here's a question. What was it that, because you really seem to be banging it out in the top 10. I mean, you're really doing it well. What was it for you that made that solid difference in really getting up in the top 10 and being consecutive with your wins and stuff? I don't, I don't, I mean, I just got to get out there and grind basically. And just a lot of times you really, really, I know people say this all the time. You really have to trust your gut. I mean, that's the most important thing. So if, if you have a gut instinct, follow it and don't and don't do what you think you should do. Just follow your instinct. I mean, I've I've been fishing these for about four years now, and um, I just I mean I love getting out there and grinding. I almost feel like it's better for me to sleep in my truck because I have that extra that extra fight, you know, yeah. just out there and win. Right, that's that could be. I, I'm, you know, that is a big part of it. Having the will to want to get out there and do it, grind it out, put in the time, and enjoy it while you're doing yeah, it. It's all, it's all about time on the water for me, mostly. Yeah. Unless yeah. it's my, I mean, my home. I didn't even pre-fish for the Kentucky Lake one because I've been there like every weekend, <laughs> probably the last two months. Well, there you go. You just answered my next question, man. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't want to go pre-fish and catch the fish that I was going to need for the next yeah. day. Yeah, I always worry about that too. I had a feeling that's what I was going to do if I if I went out there and did that. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go into uh, tournament day for you then. Uh, <clears throat> how did that go for you? Uh, tournament day went better than I thought it was going. I thought I thought I was going to get back there and there was going to be five people sitting there on my spot, you know. <laughs> but there was only one guy back in the area I was fishing and one guy behind me. And I know the spots where they're going to be sitting in the morning. There's one little um, little bitty flat in the back of this creek right before a big hole. And in the morning, they set up on that little flat, and then there's like a ball of gizzard chat they'll be feeding on. And first thing, threw uh, topwater in there, got bit, shook him off. He's probably about 16. Threw like a, a wacky rig back over there it was on a spinning rod. It, it just, just ripped drag and broke my line. Mm. And I threw that popper back over there, caught 21. And nice. I just kept, I just kept running. I would, um, I ran back out to another, to my uh, second area, called 19 and a half, and then I went to that laydown tree, and that's where I caught that 23. Where there's, there's always, oh, gosh, always a good fish sitting on that tree. And you can barely, you can even barely, t I mean, you have to, because the water's kind of clear. You have to be really quiet back there. You have to be very quiet. And I pulled up on that tree, and I just as far as I could away, and I. <laughs> I was throwing a seven-inch Senko, so you can, I mean, you can throw a thing a country mile and threw it by that tree, and it just was going as slow as possible, and that's when she grabbed it, and I had 20-pound fluorone, so I just reared back hard as I could, and usually with, <laughs> usually with that worm hook, that big uh, six-aught worm hook, you stick, when you stick them, they don't get off. Yeah. Nice. That fish was impressive. Did you see that picture? Uh, me? Yes, I yeah. sure did, man. That was huge. Awesome fish. Yeah. That's one. That's like the biggest one I've caught out there all year. That's a good time to do it. Yeah. Uh, did you get to weigh it or anything? No, I don't. I didn't have scales on me. No. Okay. Yeah. I, like every time I every time I buy scales, I end up leaving them in my boat, and 
like the electronic <laughs> ones and they get all corroded and then they won't yeah. work. I've done the same thing. No, we're, we're kayak fishermen. We don't care about the weight. <laughs> yeah. We'll just, we'll just guess it. Yeah. We're not patient enough. I always feel that we're, I'm never patient enough. I want to get back oh, yeah. to fishing. Yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's always hard to take. It's, it's always hard to take a picture of a fish like that after you've caught it because you have to stop shaking. Yeah, yeah. shaking. That fish won't be still. <laughs> you, you definitely got to make sure you take a picture of it. Yeah. Definitely. I bet you. I bet you. I have twenty pictures of that fish. You know, just trying to make sure I got a good picture. Make sure my identifiers. You know, I can read my identifier. Now, is that the biggest bass that you've caught? Do what? Is that the biggest bass that you've caught, Josh? No, no, no. He's not reacting like a dude from Ohio, you know. He'd be going, oh, yeah, that was the biggest one I ever caught. He's like, yeah. are you kidding me? <laughs> Heck, my biggest is only, well, 21 inches, and it was only four pounds, though. So, I mean, Ohio fishing's not Kentucky. We get skinny girls. I've, I've caught one that was 23 and, like, 23, 25, and it weighed, like, four and a half pounds. Yeah, <laughs> like she was, and it was the beginning of winter. It looked like she was on her way out. Yeah, so your uh, your biggest fish this year I saw on, on Tourney X is twenty four and a half. Yeah, that was caught out of um, one of our TWRA like trophy managed lakes. Mm -hmm. And that was yeah, that was just absolute. I caught the her on a spinner rod like eight pound line too. Oh my lord! Absolute blast. Yeah, anyway, I, was fishing, I was fishing with my funny thing is I was fishing with my buddy Derek that day and. Um, I'd already hooked in one in a similar spot and it, it shook the hook and it was, it was big. I don't know if it was that big. And as he had to go somewhere and as he was leaving, he just yelled out the window. He's like, I know you're going to catch a 24 today. <laughs> like an hour later, there she was. Wow. <laughs> you sent him a picture right away, didn't you? <laughs> she was a blimp. Yeah. That picture. I, I saw that picture. I was like, Holy crap. I got, I got to ask about that. It's gotta be 10 pounds, right? I didn't weigh it either, but. Oh, it, it looks it looks massive. I I can't even begin to guess what that was. I'm gonna say ten. So I, just to say, I got a double digit. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's impressive, man. Uh, did you end Did you end up winning that uh, monthly tournament? The KBF monthly. Yeah, yeah. I think it was a KBF monthly tournament. You caught that in. I don't think I won that one. That was the thing. Man. I, I, I don't. I might have come in like second. Oh. But I got big fish, big bass. Yeah, so uh, I'd be happy. It's a, it's a, I mean, ours is a grind right now. I, I believe I'm in first with 108, mm -hmm. seven five, and second's got like 107.25. Then third's got 106 something. So it's. Wow. And, I mean, I could look on there right now, and I could. It could. It could have changed, but. See, so we got uh we got low numbers in Ohio. Uh, I think it's 98's the high right now. Second place is like 95. So. It's it's pretty hard to find a twenty inch bass here in oh, Ohio. Yeah. I mean, you look at the Texas and Florida ones; they're like one fifteen. <laughs> yeah, that's I, that's ridiculous. I can't even imagine. <laughs> so uh, you mentioned uh, creeks, uh, uh, fishing a uh, creek mouth uh, for the Kentucky Lake tournament. Yeah, well, I don't. People, it seems like people are having a hard time finding those uh, fish out on the ledges. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because of the carp out there or this year we've seen a huge amount of just shads, just more shad and more fingerlings I've ever seen in my life, just mm -hmm. everywhere. I'm talking about skipjack, uh, gizzard, um, 
just other varieties of shad just like a month ago like everywhere you look there would just be skipjack feeding on fry everywhere around the bushes just, just crazy amounts you, you I, think it's because the uh, we've gotten so much rain and stuff yeah, this year? That, yeah i was about to say the water's been a little higher too yeah uh, we are all of our lakes here in ohio have been six feet or above quite a bit this season so i think that's a good thing though right yeah, it actually out all the old water with some new water, right? Yeah, actually, like the water being up this year, I've actually learned quite a bit alone from these, like specific lakes that I used to hate. So I think I'm starting to like connect the dots because of it. So just more cover in the water, or yeah, it. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's it's just <laughs> it's cool, but um. Hey, Josh, I got a question for you. Speaking of Kentucky Lake and stuff, I hear that like the numbers just aren't producing down there as much. Is was that kind of lead what you were leading into with the carp and and well, I or think, was that? A, um, I think there. I don't know if the numbers. I know the size is there, and I know for me, for a long time, every time I seen a bunch of carp, I wouldn't even fish the area. But you just got to slow down and and just act, you just act like they're not there and just just fish, and they're there still. I just hear a lot of the guys that are going down there, a lot of my buddies who take their boats down there, you know, and they're just coming back, man, we're not finding the fish down there. It's not the same. And you're like, oh, well, I'm not sure what to tell you. Definitely, most definitely not the same from like 2008. You could, you and your buddy could go back there and like in the back of one of those creeks and catch like 40 apiece. I mean, it was, you used to be able to throw out in the middle of the, like the little creek channel, just like a popper and it would get blown up on. Maybe that's what they were talking about, you know. They, 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 it kind of turns the water too, almost like a uh, like a neon green color. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I've never been to Kentucky Lake. I have to take a trip down there. It's beautiful. I mean, you're, what, you're how far are you away from St. Clair? That's where I'd be going. Yeah, what well, we're five hours, five and a half hours from here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Probably yeah. four or five hours. Yeah, yeah, we need to. That was amazing. How many big smallmouth that were coming out of there? Oh my gosh. Were were you up there for that tournament? No, I was not. Uh, I really wish I was. Okay. I've never been. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've never been either. I... Well, there's three guys right here that are going, that's for sure, at some point soon. Yeah. <laughs> man. Great place. So tell us about this reds that you're going to be chasing tomorrow, man. You're going to get them Jackson kayaks out there, the big rig out in some water and go chase Yeah, I got the, some... the big rig and um... – my girl has the uh, the bite with us, so we got two. Nice. I actually, That's I just took I just took the bite out on the on the um, I guess the beach area right here. What, what would you call that? Not the surf. Is that the surf? Lagoon. I don't know. Sure. The Gulf it's got right waves. Here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we just it's it's actually land down there. I, I got to go load it back up in the truck here in a little bit, but we're gonna try to get up early in the morning and um, get out there before all the uh, traffic gets out there and. Um, give it a go I'm, i i really don't never been redfish <laughs> we're gonna give it a go Maybe either that you know trout anything that's biting that's a that's a bucket list uh, fish for me i'd love to catch some reds oh uh, I've, I've been told if you want to catch the big ones you got to go use, use cut bait at night time but i'm 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 still not very comfortable with being out in the ocean <laughs> yeah I'm especially at night time oh man Creepy. Hey, that's creepy. Big man. Rig will, uh, your big rig will handle the ocean easily, though. That's for sure. Oh yeah. It's got to make sure to spray it down. All that salt water corrodes everything. Oh yeah. Dang, think about that. 
So uh, do you have any sort of uh, routine you uh, mentally prep you for tournaments? Other than pre-fishing, I just try to make sure I have everything ready before the morning as far as like my identifiers, you know, reties, um, you know, um, all my leaders, you know, make sure they're good. I'll, I'll like tie them to something and rip the drag and make sure they're not going to break. Mm-hmm. That's my worst fear, especially when fishing like a spinning rod. I'm always afraid the leaders are going to fail me, but yeah. since I got the FG knot down really well, it hasn't failed me in a long time. Now, have you ever tried the Alberto knot? That's something I've been uh, tying lately. I know. I just went straight to the FG. Okay. Yeah, I, I've started tying the uh, Alberto because I, I found the FG just takes a little bit longer, but I haven't really noticed an issue with the uh, strength yeah. of the knot, so it's that's because we're casting 12 and 13 inch bass <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's true that's horrible well, it's, I mean, it's horrible <laughs> <laughs> we're north of the mason dixon line man i think all bass just stop right there and go i don't know man we ain't going any farther if you want to get i don't baby. know man well i don't know if erica fishes our local waters or not he spends, uh, a, lot of, he spends a lot of time down here yeah, yeah, he he did. He did like a couple years ago and last year a couple times, but now he's investing his time in other waters. So yeah, that's for sure. All right. He's done so, his time. Yeah. Uh, you don't have so you don't have any odd routines you go through. I, I know one guy we talked to, he he listens to rap music on the boat ramp to get him ready. Get him <laughs> I listen to all kinds of music on the way to the boat ramp. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blair, Blair it. <laughs> yeah, it depends on what the mood is, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I got a couple more questions here for you, and then we'll let you go. Uh, you have a funny story you'd like to let everybody uh, know that's happened to you all on the water, specifically. Funny story. Kayak? Funny story on the water would have to be. It was like uh, America's Funniest Home Videos for Beavers, kind of. It was, I was, uh, <laughs> the river was, we fished this one river where, and the water gets up real high and we'll go up, up way up these creeks. And, um, I was coming around the bend in a creek and there was like a washed out, uh, tree, tree root system. And there was these two beavers like hanging out under it. They were probably like 10 feet off the, off the, from the water line. And one seen me and come sliding down, way down the hill. And I snuck up on the other one, and I mean, he just had like a, you know, like a funniest home American home videos like moment. He just come, I scared him, and he just come tumbling down the hill, just <laughs> troll, <laughs> smashed into the water. That's probably the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, I think that's well. Actually, uh, are you going to be at the KBF FLW Cup? Yes, I will be. Awesome. So. Nice. Lay your money down, sticks. Well, they got it. They got it. Um, I think it was the top fifteen at the national championship. We all got ours paid for. So. Oh, okay. That's nice. Yeah. It's a big lump sum of money there. Yeah, no doubt. Well, good luck in that, buddy. Man, we'll be rooting for you here north of the Mason Dixon line for Thank sure, you. man. Definitely crush me it. John, me and John keep our uh, eyes on leaderboards pretty frequently, so we we always see your name above, uh, on top of the leaderboards. We thought we'd have you on. Thank you for having me on, man. This is an awesome opportunity. Yeah, no problem. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, man. Uh, We'll talk to you later, and uh, good luck at that uh, KBF FLW Cup, man.
All right, guys. Well, tight lines. Yep, yeah. you too. Have a good one, man. Have a good one, buddy. Take care, man. <clears throat> All right. That was cool, man. Yeah, he, he's, he seems like a really cool and smooth dude, you know? Yeah, he's got some slick character to him. He was cool, man, to see him up there at uh, on stage. He's just got some good – he's got some good vibes around him, you know, and I think he is what he is, and uh, I think he's really going to start really becoming one of those, you know, early kind of superstars of uh, kayak bass fishing. That's cool. Yeah, that, that's definitely what my thought was, too. I always see that guy on top leaderboards, so mm -hmm. I'm like – I want to talk to that guy. Let's see what he's about. Uh, yeah, it's cool. He he fishes out of a Jackson big rig with a uh, no motor on it. I think that's awesome. Yeah. It did. Now it sounded like, and I I wanted to ask him the question, but he got talking about much more interesting things. But it sounded like he's um, he's just kind of uh, just kind of recently mm -hmm. got into the big rig, and he hasn't got. To, but you would suspect that he'd have uh, like a a uh, did he have a propel drive on it? Yeah, he said it was football. Uh, foot. Oh, okay, cool, cool. So, yeah. Yeah, you know, I think some of those guys, man, they're hardcore. They just know where to fish, and they don't need to put that, you know, need that motor for that pre-fishing, you know, days. But, you know, I'm not sure. What's your thoughts on using a motor during a tournament? I, I don't mind it. Right. I, I, I don't have anything against it. I'm definitely uh, – planning on putting a torpedo on my bonafide so i know mean, <laughs> oh, it, it's it's an interesting topic i think but obviously you're, yeah. you know there you can use them and stuff like that but i think it's a real interesting topic especially with just all the new type of stuff that's coming into the kayak bass fishing world now man it's like yeah wild. Uh, seeing that i'm more of a river guy than a lake guy i uh, i i do i really enjoy paddling i i honestly do i i think it's fun but since I'm a lake guy, that's what I'm doing most of the time. I'm not going to have that motor while I'm on the river, unless I'm going upstream, yeah. maybe. But right. then again, I don't do that very much. I usually float from one one spot to another throughout the whole day. So, right, yeah, it is what it is. I enjoy paddling. I know a lot of guys don't, so it's it's whatever. Sticks enjoys a good paddling. <laughs> you make it sound so dirty. Yes. <laughs> hey, can I get a big shout out to uh, KBF, um, uh, Chad Hoover, and um, Christy right now, man? We those guys were in a in a serious serious car accident, and wow, the pictures that Chad posted uh, are pretty tremendous. And to walk away with their lives and just some bumps and bruises is a is a miracle in itself. I can't say the same for that truck, man. That was the coolest rig going down the highway. That thing is destroyed. But a big shout out to them and God bless that they're, you know, safe. And I just wanted yeah. to say that those are two good people right there. Yeah, things are things are replaceable. People aren't. That's so. for sure. Good things sure. are still around, man. So, so what got, you got, man? Let's talk some tournaments. Yeah. Tournament recap. Here we yeah. go. So we already talked about, oh, hold on a second. That's the wrong week. <laughs> Let's get into the uh, KBF East and West Harbor Man. tournament this past weekend. Everybody, everybody, it seemed like was anybody was up there except yeah. me and you. 
I know. I was wanting to be up there so bad. I, 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 I was looking forward to that tournament all year long, and then stuff came up, and I'm just like, all right, family time, let's do it. Yeah, that happens. But, man, they crushed, man. Big shout-out to the Catch Pro, uh, Products Pro Team up there. They had a killer weekend between those two tournaments. They had six pros in uh, the East and West Harbor, and then they had one, Patrick Thorpe, in the Lake uh, Muskegon tournament. Old Pootie took first place <laughs> out of 73 anglers. And, uh, man, he went to straight to number one, like, stairway to heaven. He rocked that one. And then uh, the other guys that were uh, in the uh, in the uh, East and West Harbor uh, tournament as well. Uh, David Brooks uh, took third place. Jason uh, Jason Gardner took ninth place. Uh, got his I believe his KBF uh, spot there. Uh, Kurt he Smith. Actually, uh, sorry, he he's sorry. on uh, the Bonafide team. He actually jumped from forty fourth to ninth place. That's serious. For, uh, I think that was his regional placement. I, I that's got to feel good, man. You know how that's got to feel when you're up there like in 40th or 50th and you're just getting stomped, man, for every like inch, quarter inch, half inch, and all of a sudden you just shoot up into the top 10. Yeah. Life is good, man. So I, I often, I really like, you know, guys like Kurt Smiths, you know, who go up there and just crush it in the pros. You're like, <laughs> buddy, good job. Hometown proud, awesome, you know. <laughs> But I really get excited for the guys that get up there close to that top 10 because, man, you know what their adrenaline's like. It's just got to be shooting out the roof. That's good yeah. stuff. Uh, did, did you just go over the pro, uh, the pro side results? Is that what that was? Uh, that, well, I, you know, Sean, no, we, you know, Sean Skidmore. Yeah. Uh, he's, God, he's the one that Sean. won. Yeah. I'll tell you, Sean, I, I first, me and, uh, me and, uh, Zach mm -hmm. went up to, uh, where were we? We were at, uh, gosh, where were we at? Painting, uh, rock. One of the Cowan might've been Cowan mm -hmm. Lake, uh, one of the local lakes and me and Zach went up there and we were looking for, uh, uh, just some pre-fishing up there. And, uh, we went this way and Sean went that way and we caught a couple fish and me and Zach were on the way back going, Hey man, if we see anybody at the dock, you know, we, we didn't really catch anything, you know, it's <laughs> just, you know, like that, you know, Zach's going, yeah, man, I'm in school, man. We didn't to tell nobody that, you know, we get back to the dock near Sean, Sean's loading up. And I, I've seen Sean around and to seen him some of the other tournaments, but I didn't know him personally and stuff like that. But, uh, we come back and Sean's, I'm like, hey, buddy. I'm like, how'd you do? And he went, oh, caught like 19. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and I think he did really well in the tournament, the, the actual tournament that was up there. But yeah, good job, Sean, man. He crushed it. So, uh, you know, 132 anglers out of 17 different states, man. That, that event is really starting to become a main event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know there's there's a lot of guys that come from all over to hit that East and West Harbor. So, uh, Sean Skidmore won 88 with 88 inches. Uh, second place was Chris Hannigan with 88.5, and uh, David Brooke was 80 83 inches. Cody Milton, oh, yeah. I'll give him a shout out because he was fourth with 83 inches. He came all the way up from Arkansas, I believe. Cody's a traveling man. He's got that uh, really beautiful you know traveling van that he he's got man he's got that thing tricked out so another really 
Uh, yeah, it's a sprinting oh, type vehicle. Yeah. It looks sweet. I mean, he's got that thing so wrapped. I think what Fish USA Fish might USA. be a sponsor. Uh, Cody Milton, you know, uh, angler of the year and stuff. He's another really budding kind of young superstar that's coming up in the this uh, yep. sport. So that's cool. It's cool to see that stuff, man. I, I'm envious. <laughs> I, I like seeing all these young guys do well, too. It's, yeah. it's awesome. So, yeah, it is. I, I, I know <clears throat> if if you get all these kids and stuff into it as well, they're, they're going to look at these guys and be like, I, I want to be like those guys. So, I want to be like those guys. I'm 55 <laughs> years old, man. Jeez. Well, I'm just saying as like a, a role model type thing. They're stepping into that role, not as just yeah. a fish, but as a role model as well. And I think it's awesome. Yeah, people are paying attention to them. That's for yeah. sure. All right. Cool. I got some KBF Western Regional stuff. Big shout yeah, out out there at Clear Lake, California. Uh, so they're taking that. Here's the cool thing about that. So any anybody out there in, in the Western regionals out there in Clear Lake, California, the KBF that is coming up, I think it's in August, uh, latter part of August. Uh, they're taking the top 200 anglers in that region, which is cool. It's the top 200 in the region for points qualifying, which is really cool, meaning that there's so few anglers out there in the Western regionals that if if you just competed in the KBF, uh, tournament out there chances are you've already you're on that roster so shout out to yeah. all those guys out there and that's going to be a cool little um event to get into so clear lake california that's just about an hour and a half north of like san francisco maybe two hours yeah. north of san francisco but 200 anglers yeah wow so it's it'll be a big field i i'd be curious as to how many actually get in that thing yeah. but i think everybody will probably qualify for it if you're fishing out there in the western it might might even be worth the drive to go out there and fish a kbf event that that alone just shows you how big kayak bass fishing is getting yeah and that's, and that's just the last couple years i yeah. think I, I i i mean me just being in it for three years or so is i'm new to the game but california is really starting this year seem to be more of a presence than anything but I wonder if the national championship will ever make its way out there. Ooh, man. I don't know. I don't know if it's something they'll ever do because a lot of, a lot of these, these guys that are on the East coast and, you know, like the Southeast region, they're, they're, I don't know if they'll be able to make it out there, you know? Yeah. Let's go to Lake Shasta and catch 12 inch bass. We'd be good at that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We can, Go out there and do a little finesse fishing, and it's all—it's like you know, it's fifty-five degrees outside, and everybody's got three layers of clothes on now, and we're out there with our speedos. <laughs> Bring it on! I love this stuff. I'll be wearing my cowboy hat as well. Yeah, cowboy <laughs> and speedos. And you look good in that too. <laughs> oh man! All right, I got one. Uh... The Southern Indiana Kayak Anglers Club, they had a tournament on the Whitewater River, July 27th. Yeah. <clears throat> the winner was Randy Doris with 76.25 inches. Second place was Cole Clefman with 71 and a half inches. Third place was Richie Shaw with 71 and a half inches. So there was a tie. Nice. But, you know, the tiebreaker goes to uh, whoever had the biggest fish. But if the biggest fish was tied, it goes to the second biggest fish. And then uh, Big Bass was also tied with Cole Clefman, 18 inches, and Kimberly Lang at 18 inches. But Cole 
Clefman uh, got the nod because I guess he caught the for the I don't know the second biggest between the two. Right. I don't, I'm not sure how that works. Well, go Kimberly. Good job. Yeah, I, I thought I'd give her a shout out anyway. So good go- Good job. Go Kimberly. <laughs> we need more women in this sport. Definitely. I, I think it's coming. I honestly do. Uh, I also got the uh, Texas uh, East Texas Kayak Fishing Trail at Sam Rayburn, Rayburn Reservoir, July 27th. This this uh, tournament, I watched all, all day Saturday along with the KBF Trail at East and West Harbor, and it was a tight race all day long. Uh, Silas Garrett won with 91 and a quarter inches. Second place wow. was Stephen Fisher with 91 and a quarter inches. Wow. Those so are good tied. numbers. Yeah. That's amazing, man. We've had a lot of ties in the past. Yeah. Couple days. I mean, there's, isn't it amazing? It there is. you go. You know, it just takes one quarter inch. What, isn't it funny how we just measure in quarter inches, too? Yeah. And not eighth. Yeah. Let's break it down. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's, but, you know, let's keep it simple, too. Golly. Wow. Uh, third place. This is a guy you've mentioned before, uh, Jeff Isham. Oh, yeah, sure, man. Uh, he's the, <laughs> He's got the greatest hair in kayak bass fishing. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. I thought about that all week when I saw I his name Jeff. pop up. <laughs> I love Isham. Isham. I mean, that dude, man, he rock and rolls. I hope to meet him one of these days. Yeah, I'm sure you will at the national championship if he shows up. Uh, well, I, you know what? I hope my name gets on the national championship qualified roster. It's driving me nuts. Oh, you, you're you know? getting there, man. Dude, I got to see my name, though, you know? I can't sleep. I haven't slept. Yeah. <laughs> Look at these eyes. I haven't slept. No, you know, it, I got to see my name. If, I gotta see if my your name doesn't show up, you know Brian Casey's going to hook you up. Ah. Uh, Okay, Brian. You're be like, listen here, man. He he qualified here. Hug me up, Brian. I'm going <laughs> nuts. Yes, but I hope I do see him down there, Jeff Isham. So definitely. He finished the day with 90.75 inches. Wow. So, uh, the crazy the craziest thing, the top three spots were within half an inch of each other. Yeah, jeez. You know, and now that they're doing a good thing, I'm glad that they actually cut those tournaments off a couple hours from the finish yeah. because I would lose my I, my heart would explode. Yeah, it would. I don't have a good heart for this stuff. You know, <laughs> I mean, literally, it would just I wouldn't know what to do. I'd get nervous. Yeah. So you got uh, some Hobie World stuff you want to go over? You know, I just want to get a big shout out to the team, man. Those guys. Can you imagine going all the way? I, I mean, how long is that flight to the Gold Coast? You know, I mean, it's like, or the, no, and uh, they're down in, uh, um, um, well, yeah, I guess that's called the Gold Coast, isn't it? Down there in Australia. Um, anyway, that's a long flight down there, but I want to get a big shout out to all the guys uh, Morgan Prominence, Obedi Williams, uh, Joe Camiotti, all the guys that, that represented the United States of America down there. Ron Champion. I mean, I don't even know how that guy can fit in a kayak. He's just a huge mountain of a man. Eric Harrison, Tyson Peterson, Tim Percy, and getting fourth place down there, Nate Gloria. Uh, good job. And last but not least, hometown proud, Eric Siddiqui, brother. Boom. You represented 
uh, Ohio well, my friend. So thank you very much. And so I just wanted to get a big shout out to those guys. And welcome back to the USA. Yeah, it's pr- pretty impressive what Team USA did. Uh, Nate Gloria finished fourth in that tournament. So That's cool, man. I mean, you're down there fishing for a – you're down there going after a fish you've never even really heard mm-hmm. of. Uh, you get a couple days out with some local people to learn how to catch those fish. Um, oh, man. And once you figure it out, Eric really – you know, once they figured it out, I guess Nate also, he figured out how to catch those bream, you know, uh, yellowfin bream. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, so I, I did learn something about Nate Gloria. He – uh, actually, is part of uh, the Moyak series. We talked. Uh, we talked with Josh last week. Yeah, he, he fishes their series, and he's from Nebraska. Oh, nice! I thought that was cool. Yeah, it's a small world, man. Maybe we'll have to get Nate on to talk about the Hobie, uh, uh, Hobie fishing worlds. We will. Let's do that. That'd be real cool. You want me to reach out to him? Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Mark, I will reach out to him. I, I will too. So. And Eric's another one. We'll get Eric on here too, man. Yeah. You get on there. That guy's got cool style. My yeah. my wife loves how he dresses. <laughs> you need to dress like Eric. <laughs> he looks cool. That's funny. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so I got. That's all I got. Uh, yep, I got one last one here uh, before we get into upcoming events. Uh, Washington, Washington Kayak Bass Fishing Trail had one at Lake, Lake Rosiger July 27th. Uh, I think it was a three-fish limit, but uh, the winner was Andrew Larson with 50.75 inches. Uh, second place was Nick Taylor with 40 and a quarter inches. And third place was Thorn Prom with 38.75 wow. inches. Wow, look at those numbers, man. Isn't that, well, they're just got three fish, though, too. Yeah. You know, but wow it's amazing so i was looking through that whole leaderboard it, there wasn't very bit very many fish caught throughout this tur- excuse me tournament i think there was 15 anglers let's see 15 anglers and only 33 fish caught there was a lot of guys that finished with one fish only about nine inches so right it, may, it makes me wonder what uh the fishing is like in the state of washington I've never really given that any thought. No, you know, it's another one of those states that just, you you know, it was, it was never a state that you would see growing up on like the old Bassmaster classics, you know, it was yeah. never, never anybody was going out West or up in the Northwest or anything like that. So, you know, the cool thing about the kayak world is that the kayak world, this is their, this is, it's time. And you see those outdoor folks who love to get out on the rivers and streams and stuff and, I mean, you go through Washington, there's water all over the place, you know, so naturally there's some great fishing there. So, I, you know, let's get in. I think it's exciting. You know, it'd be cool yeah. to have uh, one of these, can, you know, some representative from each state actually. And I don't think that's ever happened before, but somebody from each state, um, you know, that has got a qualifier maybe out of each one of those states come to a, a particular event. That'd be kind of cool, but. That would be cool. So I actually lied. I have one more. I forgot the Timmy. the Hobie Bass Open had a satellite event on the New River in West. That's Virginia. right. That's right. Jody Queen, the winner. We've all heard his name many times before. Yeah, Jody's crushing. He's doing really well, man. He won with seventy-seven inches. 
Uh, second place was Eric uh, Cormack with 75.75 inches. <clears throat> and third place was Dewey Robinson with 72 inches. Yeah, every one of those guys look like they know the river really well, you know. I mean, they just look like hardcore, good salt-of-the-earth boys that like to get out there and do some fishing in the river. So, That's yeah. I love fishing the rivers. Yeah, it, it is exciting. Now, when I think of the new river, I think of like sitting in an eight-man raft and going over stuff yeah. that just you, you're going to die. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to wrap my brain pan around, you know, taking my kayak and going out in the middle of the new river <laughs> catching fish. <laughs> I, bet, I bet it's still pretty intense, man. I mean, oh, yeah. You know, I'll work on the Little Miami for a while. Yeah. Little Miami is a good little fishery. Uh, I enjoy it. So we got some upcoming events that we're going to announce here. So if you guys are in the area, check these out. Yes. Uh, there's a KBF trail series at uh, Mark Twain Lake in Missouri coming up. Uh, our very own Brian Schiller, he's going to be there. He's chasing the Angler of the Year title this nice. year. I think he's, Go, Brian. I think he's fifth place, so I'm rooting for him hardcore. You know, you're fifth place in Angler of the Year, man. It just takes a good placing. Mm -hmm. Boom. Get you, get you 100 50 points to a couple hundred points. Boom. He has the skill to do it, man. I mean, he, he has like two or three ten, uh, top 10, uh, top 10 finishes this year. So it's, it's not, a, not unlikely for him to do it again. So right. he's a good fisherman, man. Good luck, Brian. We got the uh, KBF FLW Cup coming up in Hot Springs, Arkansas. That's August 9th and 10th, though. So that's two weeks away, I believe. Right. Or, no, it's next weekend, yeah. not this weekend. Right? Yeah, it's a couple yeah. weeks, right? Yeah, yeah, it's next weekend. So uh, I'm not going to go through the list of names because if you go on Tourney X, you could just spend hours talking about each one of these guys. I mean, <laughs> right. th this the whole field right here is already stacked. I mean, it, yeah. it's – it's the biggest names in kayak bass fishing. So. Yeah, it's cool. It's a, it's going to be a fun event to see that and how FLW is really starting to pay attention to what's happening in kayak bass fishing. And those two names going together were a big, big talk for a lot of people down at ICAST, mm -hmm. you know, putting those two names together. It's going to be huge, man. You're going to start seeing some of these FLW pros, Mike Iaconelli being one of them, coming over into KBF. And, you know, it's going to get nuts, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is going to be... It'd be awesome. So yeah, if you if you like to keep up with the uh, big names in the kayak uh, tournament scene, uh, check that tournament out next weekend. That's going to be a good one to watch. Yep. <clears throat> There's not very many tournaments happen this happening this weekend throughout the country. A, a lot of them were either next weekend or like a lot of these trails do monthly tournaments. So their month the monthly one starts for August on the first. So. Uh, there's one more I have for upcoming event, and that's the Hobie Bass Open Satellite event at Lake Monzingo in uh, Missouri. I, I hope I say that, uh, pronounce that right. Yes. That's, that one's August 3rd, I believe, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday or Sunday, I think. Probably Saturday. Hobie Bass is that a two day event or just a one day? That's probably a one day event. Uh, it's a It'll one day. A yeah. Um, yeah, I imagine that's on a Saturday. They would probably roll that. So that that's that's going to be interesting. There's there's two events in uh, in Missouri this weekend, and they're big events: the Hobie Bass Open and the KBF Trail Series. So. All right. 
And, you know, that's like 75 bucks, Dan, or one of those, man. Again, it's the satellite. I'm, again, it's it's the same stage you're going to be standing on, you know, when you go to one of the uh, Hobie Bass Open series. But, again, if you if you want to either just either just go baptism by fire with your kayak bass fishing tournament, that's a good one to do it. Or if you really want to step up your game, man, again, get into that Hobie Bass Open series uh satellite right and that's not far from here what's that like six hours five hours from cincinnati yeah, it's probably yeah probably somewhere around there right yeah, it'd be a good one to get into yep so uh last thing i'm going to uh, mention is uh the uh kbf state monthly challenges that are coming to an end and uh the new ones are starting i believe you have to have be signed up <sighs> a day a day before yeah the first at yep, 12 a.m. Yeah. Yep. So I, I saw you were entered for Ohio. I well, am, baby. You know what I did this year? What's that? Last year, I banged out every single state challenge there on the KBF, every single one of them. Now, the first few months, everybody's in those KBF state challenges. Everybody's banging it out. And here in southwestern Ohio, man, we just always have i do have a hard time getting my numbers up past 60 you know <laughs> it's like gosh i can't get a 58 60 54 i'm going back and forth like that so what i found out that later on in the year like into august everybody who's qualified for that national championship nice taking those spots are probably not fishing the state challenges anymore. So yeah. your chances of getting up in there are a lot better. Now, hopefully I am quote qualified for the national championship. Sure. Again, I got to see my name, but uh, yeah, I, I haven't really fished a lot of tournaments this year. Um, and uh, so I was excited to actually bang one out for a whole, I like the 30 day fishing concept. I think the state challenges are one of my favorite things. Cause yeah, like, like I can I can hit whatever section of the river I want in Ohio, and the these these monthly tournaments they don't feel they don't they don't feel like a tournament you know you don't have the stress of like an in person event you know what I say what I'm saying yeah, absolutely I, I kind of like those state challenges a little more than the in person events just just for that reason and if you bomb you know if you bomb no big deal you can always yeah. got the got the next day and stuff like that and it gets yeah. a little bit more intense as the as the, uh, the, you know, you get closer to the end and you certainly get a lot, you know, you, you always got that reason. Hey, baby, I got to go. I'm in a tournament. <laughs> you know, well, nobody told her it was a 30 day long tournament, you know, but, you know, I, I love I love those events. I yeah, probably so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to sign up this month or not because uh, we are starting uh, to work overtime at work and weekends. So I don't yeah. know if I'm going to be able to get out to fish a lot a lot this month i'm not sure if i'm gonna spend the money to do it right. but if you're just now getting into kayak bass fishing and you want to do tournaments the state challenges are worth it they I, are it, it helps get your feet wet helps you learn new waters if you want to travel around in your state so i encourage anybody to do those we, we we'd like to see more people in those events because i know ohio this month only has 26 i think here's right. yeah there's only 26 so right now it looks like i'm gonna get a top 10 finish though so i'm pretty happy with that 
Uh, yeah, that's sweet. And it's a, it's a good tournament to, uh, to, uh, make mistakes into, you know yeah. I mean? Make mistakes, no big deal. You got the, got the rest of the month and stuff. And believe me, I've made those mistakes and was glad that I was in a month long tournament. Yeah. Um, but so it's a good one to, yeah, like you said, get your feet wet. Those tournaments are a little bit tougher though, because the, a, a lot of these guys that place among the top quite a bit, they they keep re-entering these tournaments because they have those spots they can keep going back to that that they know hold fish. So right. that's that's the only downside, but it, it's still competitive and it's it's a blast. So I'm gonna read off a couple names off this list for Ohio this month. It's not over yet. There's a couple days, but Wayne Schnack. He has 98 and a quarter inches for the month. Yep, the snack is back. Yeah, that, that guy's killing it. I mean, his biggest this month has been uh, 22 and a half inches. Yeah, he's he always does really well. Yeah, he does. He actually caught the biggest bass at uh, East and West Harbor as well. I forgot to mention that. Wayne the train. Yeah. Snack. <laughs> We're gonna. Do, he is the train. Good job. <laughs> uh, second place is uh, I can't see his first name, but uh, Bruning. He's 95. Point five zero inches and then a pano 95 and a quarter inches nice those are good numbers for ohio that is good numbers yeah so they must be from north i believe from? wayne I, be, I believe wayne uh his uh home lake is east and west harbor so. right yeah wow good job right now I'm, <clears throat> I'm sitting in ninth nothing to brag home about but i'm sitting in ninth with 87 inches oh you got hey man you gonna get out anymore you got a couple so, of days. I I might Wednesday if I get off work early right. enough. So right. got, it's gonna be your day, Sticks. Gonna be your day, man. I got one more day to upgrade on uh, two sixteen inches. So everything nice. else is bigger than that. Right. So I, I I'm actually I'm happy with how this month is going. I, I it's probably the best month of fishing I've had in a while. So that's cool. Yeah, you've done really well, man. We both have. Yeah, that's for sure. It's been fun. So I think that's all we got for you guys today. Um, let's go ahead and do some sponsor shout outs for the podcast. Uh, we, uh, our website, you go to paddle, the letter N fin.com, uh, send all your questions to paddle, the letter N fin at gmail.com or PNF real at gmail.com. We'll answer any questions you want, or if you guys want to, uh, send us some topics to talk about, go ahead and do it that way. We got uh, Rocktown Paddle Sports in Illinois, Loveland Canoe and Kayak in Ohio, Hammered Lures, Coyote Sunglasses, Sweetwater Brewing, Fish Mob Lures, Southern Lake Company, Mayo Kayak Anglers, and uh, the Recycled Plastics Program that's ran by Hammered Lures. Uh, All the the, uh, details for that will be in the show notes if you guys head, head over that. You'll find more information on that and uh, on that that recycled um, lures program that they got going on. Yeah. The best thing that I could, that I did for myself was take a Lysol wipes container Mm -hmm. and I used that just to collect, I put it in my kayak and I just collect all my plastics in there and I put it. That's a really good idea. And it's and it, and I can actually ship it in that container as well. So how do you do that? Well, I'm just going to roll it up. Hopefully, I don't think it's a pipe bomb or something like that. But, <laughs> but I'm just going to roll it up and po- probably box it, keep it in that container, box yeah. it, and just ship it out like that. But it's it's a nice place to keep it. And, uh, you know, I'm a 
I'm a sleeping genius sometimes, you know, but that one worked out well for me. I just had this empty box and started yeah. putting it in an empty Lysol container. But anyway. I, I, I'm going to do that too. That's a good idea. I like the Lysol bottle idea. It works. It works. Yeah. Yes. You got any shout outs, John? A big shout out to American Tackle. Check them out. American Tackle Angler Products, makers of the award-winning microwave guide system if you're a rod builder you're going to love the stuff that american tackle uh, has to offer if you're a rod builder you probably already know about american tackle but check them out american tackle anglerproducts.com a big shout out to port arthur instant limb lines the maker port arthur it's probably the redneck capital of the world check them out port arthur instant limb lines if you're a limb line fisherman you know what i'm talking about You'll love them. And then also SeaEagle.com, makers of the Subcat 10 of watercraft that I've been absolutely, my mind's been blown um, over this thing. I love it. Uh, I've, I've, it's, I'm having a hard time going back to my kayaks right now because <laughs> I'm getting spoiled. But how easy this, the, you know, it is to move around and, and navigate, and just get from place to place, super quiet. Check it out, Subcat 10 and SeaEagle.com. That's all I got. Uh, huge shout outs for me. I got, uh, American tackle as well. That, that makes some great rods for sure. It's been my favorite thing about them. And also, uh, Loveland canoe and kayak shout out to them and, uh, bonafide kayaks. And that's all I got. Boom. Good job. I think next week we got uh, Sean Skidmore and Kurt Smith's coming on. So cool. Don't cross the beams, man. <laughs> We're going to get That's them both talking. Oh, are we going to have, have both on at the same time? We're going to have both of them on at the same time. And oh, I think my Lord. Local hometown boys that are just like some of the best fishermen in Ohio, dude. So I'm real excited about that. It's going to be Amen. fun. Amen. That's going to be good. So, all right. Uh, I guess we'll see you guys next weekend in uh, tight lines and smooth paddling. Sticks, be good, buddy. Tight you line, too, everybody. Man. We'll see you around. See ya.